The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sunday, bloody Sunday, has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks will welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. We got a full house here this evening. Jason B. Takafin steps back up and in and breaks it down uh, with us. Mo Khan bats leadoff this evening. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, uh, joins us as we recap and wrap up a wild Sunday of National Football League uh, football uh, today. It was so wild that the New York Jets won. And in fact, um, in an incredible turn of events, the Jets, Mets, Yankees, and Giants all won. All won for the first time, right, since 2009. It doesn't happen a lot. It happened today. You know what else doesn't happen a lot? Teams coming back from a 20-point deficit. That doesn't happen a lot uh, either. And not only did it happen uh, today, it happened twice today. And it's the first time in the history of the National Football League that that's ever happened. I thought the Tua sucked. I thought the Tua was terrible. Oh, oh, yeah, Tua. Well, Tua's going to hold them back. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. What, 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 what are people even talking about anymore? What are you even talking about anymore? I don't know. We've been sitting here for a weekly uh, basis telling you for the last, like, two years, basically, that all this kid does is win. All he does is win. You know, it's funny, too, because, you know, we tell people, you know, well, by the way, he's now 15-8 and eight as a starter uh, in the National Football League. Oh, yeah, well, that, you know. Yeah, I know that doesn't matter, right? That's why you're a jackass and he's in the NFL because he understands about winning. It's not about your fantasy football team. Ask Arthur Smith about that, although I think Arthur Smith better re- rethink things here as uh, Kyle Pitts isn't getting targeted. Kyle Pitts isn't being used enough, and he was asked about it after the football game, and he said, this isn't fantasy football, <laughs> which is a pretty good answer. I like the answer. Except it's Kyle freaking Pitts. Get him the ball, coach. But uh, we got a lot of stuff to unpack, including Trey Lance. Is our boy Ventura in the house yet? Is our boy is our boy Ventura? Is Ventura back? Because I got to tell you, Jimmy G is back. After all of that, can you believe it? After all of the talk, all of the controversy, all of the debate, all of the conversation, Trey freaking Lance breaks his ankle today. Well, he's going to have time to go to the strip club now. They're going to have to wheel his ass in, but that's another story. So, Trey Lance breaks his ankle, and I'm riding high and hard on the Seattle Seahawks today. The worst thing. That could have happened for anybody to bet on the Seattle Seahawks today would be that Trey Lance would get hurt and and Jimmy G would come into the game. Because you know, it's like the only time in the world, basically, in which people are happy the starter got hurt and the backup is in, including the players. 
It was like a celebration. Oh, Jimmy's back. It was the worst thing that could have happened. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing Sunday, bloody Sunday. We're kicking it on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 1, 590, Mighty or 1090, ESPN Radio. What's up, SoCal? A lot of stuff to unpack here this evening. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the Armed Forces Radio Network. Crazy day in the National Football League today. And in fact, it was so crazy that the Cardinals and the Dolphins were both down by 20-plus points at the half. And it's the first time in NFL history that multiple teams have overcome a 20 or more point deficit on the same day. Both the Cardinals and the Dolphins. The Baltimore Ravens were smashing uh, the Miami Dolphins. Tua throws six touchdown passes when it's all said and done. And the Miami Dolphins are now 2-0 and setting up shop for a tilt with the Buffalo Bills who get the Tennessee Titans on Monday night. We got a doubleheader on Monday night. We're going to be breaking it down. Mo Khan, TSN Radio, former wide receiver, University of Concordia, will step up and, and kick it uh, with us. We got Jason B. Takafin, former minor league baseball executive of the year and a three-time champion we'll talk baseball yes there's a flurry of football to unpack uh, but we'll talk baseball as well this evening jason b takafin returns he's been uh, off for a couple of weeks he's back tonight ian cameron steps up and in aka babana we break down the double header monday night's a uh, double header crazy night in the national football league uh once again uh, today as the arizona cardinals uh, we're up against it. The Arizona Cardinals were down 20 to nothing at the half. And I'll tell you what, Raider Nation right now are about as unhappy and uh, angry at Josh McDaniels as a tourist is at a blackjack uh, table after a couple of days in Sin City. The honeymoon is over. Tom Brady gets it done against the New Orleans Saints. It turned into a real boxing match and battle uh, today in the bayou. Jameis Winston played with four fractures in his back and he looked like it. The New York Jets win the football game. Keep your receipt. The Giants win. Say what? This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Sunday, buddy, Sunday. This is Sports Range. I am Gable Bramsey.
the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. What's up, SoCal? The Muddy 1090 ESPN Radio. We got some baseball talk. We'll talk about the Friars with Jason B. Tackafin a little bit later on. Ian Cameron will step up and in and uh, join us, obviously. We're starting off with the National Football League, uh, but we want to congratulate Becky Hammond, um, Aja Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, uh, Mark Davis, the uh, Raider organization, the Las Vegas Aces or, uh, organization on winning their first ever WNBA championship as uh, the Aces did win the WNBA championship. Yet the WNBA um, seems intent on not wanting you to know that. See, I let you know that it's a secret. It's like one of those old school raves. Remember, like they used to have like the raves. Where is this at? You'll find out. We'll send you a text. All right. <laughs> secret location. WNBA, I get it. It's the television network. It's not them. You, you, I don't think the WNBA thinks, you know what? Let's play game three of the finals head-to-head against Mahomes and, and Herbert. You know what? Let's, let, let, let's play game four exactly at the exact same time that the NFL uh, is playing on Sunday. It's called counter-programming. It's unfortunate for them. Um, It's a situation in which the WNBA signed a television contract that was a bad deal for not as much money as they were, uh, as they're worth. But the thing is, the NBA, um, uh, uh, Adam Silver was talking about the, the WNBA the other day, and the NBA needs to do a better job of getting involved and not letting this stuff happen, but... The WNBA signed a deal because whatever. It was a couple of years ago and nobody cared about the WNBA, right? It's a very similar situation with the Canadian national soccer team. They signed a crap-ass merch deal. They signed a crap-ass TV deal years ago because they sucked. And now suddenly they're world-class and they're stuck in a crap-ass deal. So that's like, but that's what's going on with the WNBA. But WNBA is booming. Great, great year. Congratulations. We'll get back to that later. Ton of stuff to get to. Uh, It's amazing, man. It really is amazing. How about this for the Panthers? Uh, week one, they lose on a 58-yard field goal. <laughs> week two, they lose on a 56-yard field goal. Carolina is the first team ever to lose consecutive games on 55-yard <laughs> field goals or more. It's a cold world. All right, Mo Khan's ready to step up. And then we got to trade Lance. Uh, stuff to unpack. It was a bloodbath uh, today in the um, in the AFC North. The Browns blow a 13-point lead with less than two minutes remaining. The Ravens blow a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. The Bengals lose on a last-second field goal, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, well, they just sucked uh, today. And 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 Mo Khan ready to step up. And then I just want to put this in context today, guys, for all you Cleveland fans out there. And Cleveland betters that had him on the money line. So the Browns blew a 13-point lead, Mo, in the final buck 22 of this game to lose to the New York Jets 31-30. NFL teams who have been leading by 13 points or more in the final two minutes of a football game, Mo, had won 2,229 consecutive times in a row. Mm. I can't believe that, actually, Mo. Number one, I can't believe that, that, like, in 2,229 games, nobody's ever come back from 13 down in the final two moments. This is what's amazing. The last team to blow a 13-point or more lead in the final two minutes? Yes, sir. The Cleveland Browns in week nine in 2001. Wow. How you doing, Mo? I am much better than the Browns, Jets, and Raiders tonight. Much better than the Browns, the Ravens, and Raiders tonight, Gabe. But I'm very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, crazy day uh, today in the National uh, Football League. Uh, so Tua throws six touchdown passes. You know, one of the one of the comebacks, first day ever, first time ever in NFL history, the two teams have come back by 20 or more uh, at the half. It was one of those days today in the National Football League, but. I've always thought that the criticism of Tua was was way overdone. Was way overdone. Coming into the year, he was 13-8 and eight as a starter. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is that Flores did not like him. That was a fact. Flores did not like him. Um, it's difficult to operate when your head coach doesn't like you. 
Number two, the Miami Dolphins, they, he was the most rushed quarterback in the NFL uh, last year. Their offensive line was terrible. He had, and number three, Devontae Parker is, was their number one wide receiver. It's amazing how much better a quarterback can look when he can sling it over to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, isn't it, Mo? It really is, Gabe. But, but you know, I think the underlying – I know the storyline will be to a tongue of a low for what he did because, again, everyone's – believe that he's never going to be a proper quarterback in the NFL. But I think you have to well, they're the morons. There are plenty of morons out there, Gabe. There's no question, right? But you have to look at that second half. A lot of credit has to go to the Miami Dolphins defense because they were able to force Lamar Jackson in a lot of three and outs, four plays, three plays, this and that. And that enabled the Dolphins to really lay down the vice clamps on the Ravens defense. And you saw a 12-play drive six-play drive, and, and there was a lot of blown coverages by the Baltimore defense, but the reality is, when push came to shove, Tua Tagovailoa made the clutch throws when he had to, and Mike McDowell had him in the right position to make those throws, and I thought it was a very impressive effort by him, but my biggest concern for Miami, though, as they get ready for Buffalo next week, which could be a battle of 2-0s uh, down in South Florida, they have to establish the running game, and that's going to be the biggest thing for them though, moving forward. If they get the running game going for them properly for the Miami Dolphins offense, this can really help complement Tua Tagovailoa and not have him be a 50-pass attempt quarterback like he was against Baltimore on Sunday afternoon. Well, let's be real. The Miami Dolphins, like a lot of teams in the NFL right now, are works in progress. And this is a new coach. They've only played two games uh, now, but they have to like what they have seen. And I tell you, I'm a Buffalo Bill fan, and I don't like what I see. I have over eight and a half with the Dolphins, but this is a damn good football team. And you know, Mo, what's impressive? They won a defensive battle in the heat against the Patriots last week, and then they showed yep. they could win in a track meet uh, today. So that that's impressive. If you know, it's not ideal. Yes, there's some flaws. You did this. We didn't do that. Okay, I get it. But at the same point in time, look. This football game started off, guys, with Duvernay returning the damn kickoff for a touchdown, Mo. The Dolphins got punched in the mouth right out of the gate today. Right. Right. You're, you're absolutely bang on about that. And it's not that from what Miami did. And look, they, they weathered the storm early on. They, they took the, the, the first-round shot from Boxer and got up from the eight-counts. All right, let's go. Let's continue to do the body blows. And I just thought the way Baltimore's defense was in this football game, giving up the big plays, not playing the deep, uh, the deep routes as properly as they should have with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, uh, blowing them up for, for, for yards out to catch galore. I just thought it was not a clean game from John Harbaugh's team, and you cannot rely on Lamar Jackson to continue winning football games like he tried to do today with his legs and arms uh, that he had. And I just think that for what Miami did, this was an impressive early marker win for them. And now the next few games, Gabe, where they play Buffalo at home, Cincy on Thursday Night Football up in uh, up in Ohio, and, of course, they'll play the Jets and Vikings and Pittsburgh Steelers. These are some tough games coming up for them. And if they can come out of this with maybe one loss at minimum, I think that Miami Dolphins could be in that conversation that we can say, yeah, they'll be in play for the wild card and maybe give Buffalo a good run for its money for the AFC East by the time we hit early January. I think the Miami Dolphins are legitimate AFC conference championship contenders. Card, sure. Well, I don't know. I think don't. You know listen, this division is going to be a battle, but yeah. I, you know, listen, I think the Dolphins can play with anybody. I'll put it that way. I guess that's the best way of putting it. I think the Miami I, Dolphins I can play with anybody. Yeah. And we just saw yeah. that today. Listen, they beat the Patriots, and they always beat the Patriots. They just beat the Baltimore Ravens. Let's be real. I mean, if you want to talk about strength of schedule, it's pretty impressive to start off the season by saying, you know what, we knocked off New England, we knocked off Baltimore, now they get Buffalo. More with Mo on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. Even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch. When it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moran, so we're kicking it. Week two of the National Football League isn't done. We got a doubleheader on Monday night. We got a ton of stuff to unpack here still this evening. It's just such a wild day. There's just so many crazy things that happen. So Tua threw six touchdown passes uh, today. So Tua, six touchdown passes against the Ravens. Ties. This is how good the the tradition. And we're in conversation with Mo Khan, who's a hell of a wide receiver in his heyday, uh, joining us. TSN uh, radio meteorologist, jack of all trades, Mo Khan. So, <laughs> Mo, so yeah. that, you know, the bar is high. When you talk about Miami Dolphin quarterbacks and the history of the, you know, you got the undefeated team with Greasy. You've got the great Dan Marino. Um, so both of them actually did throw six touchdown passes before. Greasy's very impressive because they didn't score a lot of points back in those days. So two uh, six touchdown passes against the Ravens today. Ties Dan Marino and Bob Greasy for most touchdown passes in a game in Dolphins history. Tua becomes the second youngest player since 1950 to throw for at least 450 yards and six touchdowns in a game. Only Patrick Mahomes has done it. And, you know, I can't help but think of, and there's a little bit of a similarity a little bit in the sense, Trey Young, in which, you know, all the Luka and Trey Young was compared to Luka in the same way the Tua is always going to be compared to Herbert. Well, let me remind people, Herbert is now 16 and 18 in the NFL. Tua is 15 and 8, just saying. So they're always going to be compared. But remember what Trey Young said. He just said, make sure your apologies are as loud as the criticism was. And we'll see. Well, you know, we know it's not going to happen because people never want to admit they were wrong. But if you're a Miami Dolphin fan, you have to be happy to see that Tua was capable to lead a comeback uh, like that. And it has to bring a smile to your face that you see that Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill um, each had over 160 yards on the day today. It's the first time the Dolphins have had two wide receivers rack up 150 or more yards in the same game since Mark Clayton and Mark Duper in 1986. So, like, they, dude, the Dolphins have been irrelevant forever. They are not anymore. They are fired up in South Beach right now, Mo. Yeah, you know, and, you know, during the break, I was looking at the schedule, and, and I think they can hit six wins by their bye week of week 10. It's after the bye week game, we'll know how they are going to be because they'll have a road game at San Fran, at the LA Chargers, home at Buffalo in the middle of December, a Green Bay, Patriots included, and stuff like that. So we'll know by then. But I think for now, as, as you said right now, with Tua Tagovailoa being maybe a Trey Young-like, right, that finally found a system that fits his skill set, that moving forward now towards that Buffalo game. Uh, that O-line has to play well. That O-line has to play like they did in that 
fourth quarter and give to a, a clean pocket to find his open options down there. And I just, I'm just quite fascinated to see from that perspective that the speed that they've built up uh, from the entire receiving core, whether it's Mike Gusecki uh, to Waddle and to, of course, to, to, uh, to, um, to Tyree Kill, I beg your pardon, that these guys can really open up the game here. And I made my point before with you, Gabe, if that can stretch open defenses, that running game will help ease that stress level on Tua Tungalova being that guy of being 50 passing attempts, maybe being more of a 30 to 35 guy of passing attempts per game. That would be much more efficient for him as a quarterback. Well, I couldn't have been more vocal about it coming into the year that I like the Dolphins over eight and a half. We dropped a dime on it, and I couldn't have been more vocal about liking McDaniel to be coach of the year. He has all the traits to be coach of the year. He's a hipster. He's trendy. His team has a ton of talent. He's a new coach, and they're going to be good. Now, I also think that Kevin O'Connell has a, has a chance to be in this conversation as well, and we'll get to the, we'll get to, to Monday night's games. But let's get let's send it to Santa Clara uh, right now as Trey Lance's season is over, less than five full quarters into his first year as San Francisco starting quarterback. Lance breaks his ankle with 2.22 to go in the first quarter uh, today against Seattle, and it really sucked. It sucked for him, but it sucked for me because I was on Seattle. And I got to tell you, listen, maybe Seattle would have got pumped anyways in this game. Fine. But it certainly didn't help, I tell you that, because they went from just, you know, they're running the ball, and somebody, Jimmy comes in, and you saw the excitement when, when they scored the touchdown, and they all, everybody on the team went to Jimmy Garoppolo, and it was one of those moments where Niner fans gave Trey a nice applause, and then it just got louder after. Jimmy, Jimmy, like, if you're Trey... <laughs> Like, you know, well, you know, you're the man. You know, it's funny, too, because Randy Cross, you know, offensive lineman, great offensive lineman, um, had a saying, and I asked him about it once, too, and he he, he laughed and he goes, I, it's funny that you asked, you, you, you caught that line. But he was talking about Joe Montana and San Francisco. Randy Cross, of course, great center with the San Francisco 49er great teams. And he's, you know, we were talking about quarterbacks and battle and whatever and, you know, losing jobs and, and he said, listen, man, I was in the middle of the biggest one of them all, right? Joe Montana and Steve Young. And he goes, one thing gave me, you know, you're the guy until you're not the guy. You played football, Mo, right? You know that. Yeah. You're the guy until you're not the guy, and you could be the guy, and then you're not the guy, and you could be the guy again. And that's what happened to Jimmy G today. Yeah, no, no question. And when you think about Trey Lance, first and foremost, he's had 416 passing attempts since 2019. That's that's not great for his development. And now he goes into year three, and as I tweeted before during the game, he will have a 17-game audition next year to prove that he is worthy of having his fifth-year option picked up by the Niners because if it doesn't happen for him next year, Niners can move off of him uh, in two years' time there. So that's going to be a big year for him coming up for 2023 that can he be the franchise quarterback. But as you saw with Jimmy G, if you saw the post-game highlights, the guy was signing autographs for, for like 25 minutes post-game outside the stadium and being adored and loved by the Niners fans. And I think now, when you look at it this way, this Niners They treat offense, this guy like Joe Montana and Steve Young now, suddenly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's royalty in the Bay Area. It's Steph Curry and Jimmy G. But, but you look at it now from the, from the passion repertoire. This could open up things for Ayuk. This could open up things for Debo Samuel. There's more stability of, of what they have as a quarterback in that system because, again, remember, this o is trying to figure out Trey Lance, what his strong points are, what he does if he's going to break out of the pocket and try to run for it. Uh, these receivers are trying to develop that rapport with Trey Lance that unfortunately will not happen this year. Now they go back to a guy like Jimmy G where Ayuk knows what he can do well. And remember, as I told you this before, back in the summertime game, Brandon Ayuk in a two-year window compared to Debo Samuel had better receiving stats at that juncture of their careers after two years. And I think Brandon Ayuk is the guy that will benefit the most from Jimmy G's presence because he will get him the football and allow him to make the yak moving forward for this Niners offense. Mo, we see more and more now. It used to just sort of be there was one quarterback on a team, and that was that. Right, and we're seeing in college right now, all these teams, man, they all recruit big time guys. There's transfers, and it's a constant battle and a constant competition. And I've heard a lot about you know watching college football this year. A lot of programs with the multiple quarterbacks saying, you know what, this guy lost his job, but he couldn't be better in the room right now. That you know what I mean? He didn't just say, oh, I'm out of here. I'm transferring. No, you know what I mean? 
that, yeah. like they basically they said when J.J. McCarthy scored, Cade was like the first guy there, basically. They're buddies. Right, in Michigan, right. Yeah, and, you know, but there's more than, more than just Michigan. But where I'm going with this is a lot of people would have told San Francisco, you know what, man, suck it. Screw you. I'm not, like, doing anything, right? You guys owe me money. Just cut me so I can go somewhere else because I know the Rams want me. But Jimmy kept his mouth shut, bro. He he redoes the deal. He gets the six and a half mil, seven mil, et cetera. And look, now he's back in the driver's seat. You played sports, Mo. I played sports. Yeah. I had, I've had, I had an attitude problem, you know, when competition started to get in my life. What do you mean? I'm the guy. Like, what do you, what are you even like bringing these guys in for? Right? You got to deal with it. Where I'm going with this is Jimmy G's team first attitude and keeping his mouth shut, unlike guys like Baker, etc. Lands him right back. The football gods rewarded him, right? He just say hey, he didn't even have to wait long. Two games into the season, and he's already the starter again. <laughs> and now yeah, you, he gets to showcase himself for everybody for real now next year, and he really is exactly, a free agent. Exactly. And if you remember, if you remember, Gabe, one month ago when he got cleared to start practicing with the Niners, he got condemned to the other field to throw by himself with nobody. They, right? not, they sent him off the real practice field, Mo, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, said you go to the second field. Yeah, you go to the second field, but you you open the team meetings as well in the quarterback room and stuff. So this guy was was literally on the island because they didn't think own. he would be there. They didn't want him knowing exactly. everything. That's crazy. Exactly. And, and the thing is now for Jimmy G, and you're right, Gabe. Like you've seen it in the last couple of years, how wacky the quarterback carousel is in the off season. There are going to be teams out there, maybe Indianapolis, maybe Las Vegas, and some other teams out there that might say. That guy proved the point. He is a ready-made quarterback to win now, and there are going to be teams in that middle window that are going to be eight and nine or nine and eight that are not going to make the playoffs. Whatever it is, they're going to want to go after for Jimmy G. And as I said before, with what they have built up in Kyle Shanahan's system, he'll play to his strengths. And as I said before, with with Ben Ayuk or even Debo Samuel or the running game that they have in place, this is a situation now for for Jimmy G to say, "Look, I can excel in this system where it's innovative." It's, 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 it's a new-age offense here where I know I can throw up uh, 300 yards and maybe three touchdowns and be efficient and win football games. And most importantly, get you Ws because Kyle Shanahan, Gabe, is 20 games below 500 when Jim G's not throwing the football as a starting quarterback. Updated NFC West division odds are pretty much where we started. Rams plus 125, Niners plus 165, Cardinals plus 360, Seahawks 24 to 1. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.
Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break up the hickory switch. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rich. I am Gable Moretz. You're the San Francisco 49ers going to the Super Bowl now in some sort of weird twist of fate. Now that Jimmy G is back, Mo Khan with us, Mo, talking about how Niner fans were clamoring for pictures and autographs after the football game with their kingpin, Jimmy Garoppolo. So I am Gable Moretz. Mo Khan from TSN Radio, former wide receiver, kicking it with us uh, right now. A lot of stuff to get to. I don't want to live in the past too much, but let's send it to um, let's send it to Sin City uh, right now, where the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Mo, complete disaster. All right, so an absolute <laughs> complete disaster uh, for the Raiders uh, today. And I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we, last week it was Bay Area fan that was unhappy, and the 49er fans. Raider Nation are pretty positive, actually. Like in Vegas and stuff, like it's a pretty. It's a different Raider environment uh, there. And they rolled out the red carpet for Josh McDaniels. He has his weekly TV show and his radio show. He's got his free cars. And, like, they treat him very, very well. And Raider fans are very positive, actually. Like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Raider fan is angry after blowing the lead today. Didn't like the play calling and the conservativeness of the Raiders in the second half. What's your opinion? What's your take, uh, Mo? You saw the game. Yeah, I did. You know, Derek Carr, I think, had 210 yards in the first half, like only 40 yards passed in the second half. It, it, the, the play calling was pretty awkward because there was a sequence where they went three consecutive passing plays that were incomplete and only killed off like 10 seconds off the clock. Cardinals come back to score touchdown to make it 23-15. But I think where the biggest downfall was for the Raiders was their pass rush. You look at Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, two high-end guys that they believe can change games, didn't do so. And Crosby had Tyler Murray dead to rights a couple of times, but couldn't get him down on the ground. And at this thought in that sequence that it was for, for, for Las Vegas, once Crosby or Jones couldn't get to Murray, it really tired out that defense. And you saw it. I think they were like 50-plus plays in the second half including overtime, and, and the Raider offense, unfortunately, could not sustain drives, and that hurt them. And now moving forward, where they travel to Tennessee on the road next week for Josh McDaniels, can they get that? Uh, can they get a better pass rush, first and foremost? And secondly, can they diversify the, their offensive palette and allow the running game to be much more of a proficient option? Because Josh Jacobs had a great first half, and was really, really bludgeoning that front seven for Arizona. In the second half, they deviated off of that. So I just think that for this Raider team to put together four consistent quarters, they have to have, have better play calling and better uh, pass rush from the front four than where it was on Sunday against Arizona. I don't know. It seemed like they used to win games like this last year with that special teams coach and stuff. There were four, yeah, there were four overtime games last year. Now they're 0-1 in OT. So it's, it's, and it's, another it's, close it's a loss. To the Chargers in right. week one. But I don't know, right. isn't that like even worse? Like when you're so close to winning, but you're not, and it's like, well, right? And now, like I said, like they're they're not happy with McDaniels right now. He's he's the one that um he's the one that they're pointing the finger at in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. So what a difference a week makes, Mo, compared to last week when you and I were talking about the Dallas Cowboys. And it was like, wow, what a disaster, what a train wreck, and this is unbelievable. And now they beat they beat Joe the Kid Burrow, the hot shot, and, and, and the Cincinnati Bengals. I brought it up during the week, actually. And, you know, full disclosure, I can't have it both ways where I'm going to rip the Dallas Cowboys for not having, you know, looking and paying more attention to the backup quarterback situation. But at the same point in time, as somebody that bets on college football, Mo, and as somebody that follows the Mac very closely, I saw Cooper Rush play at Central Michigan. Cooper Rush was a good college quarterback. Cooper Rush, like, threw for, like, I don't know, 18 million yards in a bowl game in that Bahamas Bowl. He set, like, you know, the game went to a million overtimes, but he set, like, serious records. He was a competent and capable quarterback in college. And you can argue, actually, you know what? Because Dan LaFever was the guy that kind of put him on a map there. LaFever was a really good college quarterback, but he wasn't a pro. He was too small. He wasn't a pro guy. Um, Cooper Rush. Yeah, exactly. He came to the, yeah, he played in the CFL after, and he was okay, but he wasn't, you know what I mean? So, say he was a college guy. And 
But Cooper Rush, bro, he won last year for them as well. You know, I'm going to tip my cap. Jerry likes Cooper Rush, and Cooper Rush delivered. And I also brought up how much of a downgrade is there. So where I'm going with this is, Mo, now they're talking about, oh, Doc could be back next week. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> and I, I, I'm thinking I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe you shouldn't. And all kidding aside, I wouldn't want to be rushing Dak Prescott back uh, right now. But it's Monday Night Football next week. Dallas Cowboys against the two and zero New York Football Giants. Mo, Giants open up as three point favorites <laughs> Monday Night Football. Yeah, you know, look, I give full props to that Cowboy defense. They they mutilated that Bengals front five. And I know since he brought in four new stars on the O-line, but Joe Burrow, for whatever reason, kept on holding on to that football and didn't get to his playmakers. And, and I just thought it was a, another the same thing with Josh McDaniels. Zach Taylor had a bad day calling plays on offense. Uh, you know, the Bengals defense played well. They played well in the second half. They contained uh, whatever was of a threat for the Cowboys offense. But I just thought Zach Taylor did not have a good game sheet of play calling. And you saw this exposed Joe Burrow, who I believe has now been sacked over 10 times, I think 13 times now, I believe, through two games. You cannot have the gem among the crown jewels of your roster continually getting pounded every single week because he will not last long like Andrew Luck couldn't last long by age 29, and I think now for the Bengals, and Gabe, you know, when we spoke about this team back in the summertime, I wasn't really buying into them because that schedule is brutal for them going to the first 10 weeks of the year before the bye week, but now for the Dallas Cowboys, look, you get the Giants on Monday night in East Rutherford, if you're able to win that game, be 2-1 before the Commanders game, be 4-1, uh, like you are in good, uh, 3-1 before the Rams game, you're in great shape going towards the next four, and I think Michael Irvin had a great point that for every game that Cooper Cup wins, it gives them the luxury to say, look, we can hold off on Dak Prescott by another week or so so we can, we can allow him to heal his hand properly and come back at the right moment and rush him in maybe by next week or two weeks from now when they play the Commanders. You know, I think the fact that it's Monday will tempt them even more so, right, just that they have that extra – that, you know, a little bit extra in the prime timeness of it, such, you know, Dak is going to want to come back and play. Remember, guys, we did a Twitter space uh, for uh, BetMGM, and we told uh, people, Mo, we gave people before the season started, I said, take Micah Parsons over 10 and a half sacks. That was his yeah, number. You're right about that. Yeah, 10 and a half sacks. So Michael Parsons has four sacks through two games. Uh, Michael, it's the most, uh, second most by a Cowboy through two games since Sachs became official in, uh, in 1982. Uh, Char- Charles Haley. Charles Haley holds the record. He had 5.5 sacks in the first two games in 1994. Uh, Mo Khan, king with us. So, Mo, uh, I want to get to the doubleheader here tomorrow, but as far as the, the Cincinnati Bengals are concerned, is, are they going to be able to patch this up, or are the wheels just falling off and the Super Bowl loser hangover curse continues and is real? Well, look, they get the Jets on the road next week, and that won't be easy for them because Salah will have that defense playing well. But again, you talk about the schedule, Gabe. Miami Dolphins on Thursday Night Football, that will happen in 10, 12 days from now. Baltimore, Saints on the road, those two games against Baltimore and New Orleans. This isn't an easy schedule. And I just think for Joe Burrow, they got to get him – to get the ball out of his hands as soon as possible. You have Jamar Chase, who has one of the better yards after catch um, efforts that he does. T. Higgins is very good. Tyler Boyd's very good. But I think they really miss, and people won't, won't mention this, but they really miss C.J. Uzama, who went to the Jets, because he was the safety valve for Joe Burrow over the middle for the yards in between the numbers on the football field, and he's no longer there. So this thing right now for the Bengals, they have to make sure this OM plays better because with four new starters who came to the team through free agency or through the draft, they got to be much better than what they were the first two weeks because, again, Joe Burrow will not survive the full year if he's going to get clobbered five to six times per game on the sack department. The Buffalo Bills have not played uh, since last uh, Thursday, the season opener that we were at, 31-10 win over the Los Angeles Rams. Now they get the Tennessee Titans. The Titans, of course, blew the 13-0 lead last week. They were up 13-0, guys, at the half to the New York Giants, and they ended up losing the game. So now they go into Buffalo. These two teams have a history. They don't like each other, and Tennessee have gotten the better of Buffalo two years in a row. 
Uh, they beat them 34 yeah. 31 last year. And then two years ago in the pandemic year, they smoked them when the Bills were in a weird scheduling spot due to the Titans. Uh, COVID situation, and the Bills had to play two games in six days against the Titans and the Chiefs, it didn't end well. The Bills have brought this up a couple of times this week um, about losing to Tennessee in the past. I saw an interview with McVay, and he talked about how they don't have good memories of, of whenever they play Tennessee. Not to mention, we can go back to the Music City Miracle uh, as well. Let's just call it out for what it is. The Titans have gotten the better of the Bills. I don't count the Houston Oilers. That was, that was, that was that, you know, I saw yeah, someone. Tie, that up. No, 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 no. I saw someone tie yeah, that yeah. into the history of this rivalry. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's like the Nationals and the Expos. It's, it's not the same. Not the same. Yeah. Um, who do you like tomorrow, Mo? Bills are ten point favorites in this football game. Uh, you know, Gabe, I, I'm going to agree with that. I think the Bills can win this by ten plus. Uh, look, the, the biggest chief destroyer for the Tennessee Titans defense is Jeffrey Simmons. If you contain Jeff Simmons as the D tackle on that on that D line for Tennessee, Buffalo should win the line of scrimmage battle because I just think that they just have a better offensive system for what they have. I know the whole Gabe Davis thing may not help out as well as well, but I just think Buffalo now has acquired enough depth to that they can supplant guys who might be banged up and can't play. But also on the flip side for Ryan Tannehill and this Mike Vrabel team, I want to know I want to know how their psychology is because they lost against the Giants where they controlled the football game and lost essentially in the, in the last minute of play on that missed field goal by Randy Bullock. And I think you know looking back here, Gabe, for for Mike Vrabel, he's had some yips in the primetime games of late. You think about the, the Baltimore loss in the playoffs two years ago, the way they played against the Bengals in the playoffs eight months ago. Uh, these are games that they should have won but lost. I just think now for Mike Vrabel, this, I'm not saying it's a referendum, but I think it's a big game for him and for this Tennessee team because if they were to lose this game and be 0-2, uh, things might go off the rails as quicker than expected with all those high expectations of Tennessee being a team that could be in play for the AFC South. Well, especially with the Colts being as bad as they are right now, Mo. Right, right. And they, I, up right now. Yeah, it's still early, but, you know, the Colts all often stumble, and this division is winnable. But, look, Jacksonville don't completely suck. And if you're Indianapolis, Mo, you got the Kansas City freaking Chiefs up next, bro. Yeah, yeah. And if you read the, if you read the local indie papers after the loss of J-Ville, they're ripping them apart. They, they think Ballard and Frank Reich should be fired <laughs> if they were to get uh, clobbered by the Chiefs next Sunday at home. So right now, and look, I picked the Colts to win the division, and I think they should rebound. I just think they've had some glitches that have not played well into their hands. I think that will be adjusted moving towards the Chiefs game, which will be tough, but I think we'll give them a good run for their money. Uh, we're coming up against it, but I'll ask you quickly, and then we'll hit the yeah. Vikings and the Eagles on the other side on the way out. Um, the, the the Steelers are 1-1 one one right now. The offense is clearly struggling. They drafted a quarterback in the first round, and he's not 19. He's 24 going on 25 years old. How long do you think it is before Kenny Pickett is playing quarterback for the Steelers? It took Big Ben two games to replace Tony Maddox. I think it could be after game three if they don't do things better after the week three match that they have. I think that, yeah, I, I think it's getting real right now. Uh, if you're Trubisky, you better win this football game on Thursday against the Browns. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.
For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio continues. This is Sports Ridge. I am Marenzi. All right, we got a doubleheader on Monday night. Sweet. Great stuff. Awesome. Buffalo Bills. My Buffalo Bills in action against the Titans. Mo says lay the points with the Bills. Total is 47 and a half, Mo. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I think the Bills are going to win like 38-20 or something like that. 38-20, 34-20, 42-21 in that range. 35-17. You know what I mean? I think it goes over 47 and a half as well. I, you know, and that's tough for me to accept because I don't know who Tennessee can throw the ball to. I mean, look, we know about Derrick Henry, right? But you can't rely on him to be the sledgehammer every single time. But who is Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball to that can convince those gamblers to say, yeah, take the over on this total right now? I'm going to hedge away from the from the total, but I think the Bills can definitely cover that point spread. And an interesting side note: Robert Woods returns to Buffalo. People think of him as the Rams the last couple of years, but of course. He got to start with the Buffalo Bills. So, really cool game between the Vikings and the Eagles. Two teams on the rise, man, and two teams that are uh, NFC contenders or want to be uh, NFC contenders. Uh, big game. Who do you got here? Vikings are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm going to take the Vikings in this game. I really believe, and you made the point about Kevin O'Connell, right? This could be his crowning moment for viewers to see what he's trying to build in Minnesota. Seeing what they did last week against Green Bay, a very good Green Bay defense. People look at Green Bay being a top 10 defense. I think they can definitely win the receiver matchups that they have built up. I think Philadelphia, I know they gave up late points to the Lions in week one here. If they can get the matchups, Jefferson included, for what he can do, Thielen included, what he can do, the tight end position as well. I think that's going to be a big key factor for them. I think the Vikings can definitely win this game and be a team to watch out for in the NFC moving forward. Mo Khan, TSN Radio. Follow him on uh, Twitter, Mo Khan 19 uh, Mo, always a pleasure. Always great uh, stuff. The listeners always enjoy you coming on. So do I. Thanks for the time, Mo. Always my dude. I'll speak to you next week, pal. Have a great week. The Late Night Anger Management Class. We've got Ian Cameron. we got Jason B. Takafin. We're going to talk baseball in level three. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.